Hello, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I felt like we needed to do a little tap in, check in with each other. I woke up this morning. Um, I felt okay up until I got a little bit of, uh, you know, information, not really information, but I had a conversation that triggered me this morning and it reminded me of my It reminded me of the episode that I released Sunday um, for the week for Mindful Musings. If you guys have not heard that, please do listen to that episode. Because I said in the episode, and I spoke a lot about Resurrection Week, right? About what it was that I felt would be coming up for us this week, coming into this week. And I said last week, jokingly, that I was going to stop doing this because I just, it is so eerie. Um, how things play out, how I speak it in, it plays out or how it's happening in so many other people's lives as I'm speaking. It is so strange um, how things work that way. But that's neither here nor there. The purpose of this particular episode is to discuss what it is that we could potentially be finding ourselves reenacting and revisiting based on past experiences, based on um, things that we have dealt with that we thought we were over, we were healed from, or things that we have not quite gotten to that healed spot yet. We're still in the recovering mode and we're trying to get through whatever it is that we have faced in the past, whether it is something current something that we've experienced in the recent past or in our future right now we're or in the present we're currently going through these things it's how to navigate through the uncomfortable moments that cause us to pause and the pause comes from maturity the pause comes from history and growth okay so not everyone has the ability to pause some people pop off okay And not every situation warrants a pop off, but that is, again, maturity and that is growth. And that's understanding that not every situation requires a response that has to be volatile, that has to be belligerent, that has to be neck shaking, finger pointing, tearing up stuff. It doesn't have to be that even if it's not physical and it's just in the words, not everything, every fight, every battle has to be had. Um, at a space that causes us to go to that part of ourselves that we have or should have grown from. Now, understand, I'm speaking as someone who's in her late 30s going into her 40s in a couple years. I'm 37. I'll be 38 this year. So if you are someone who's in your late teens, early 20s, I mean, you haven't quite gotten to the space of maturity. No, no shade to you. Like it's nothing. I'm not. I, listen, I've been 20 before. I've been 25 before. I've been 26. Hell, I've been 30 before. I'm just here to tell y'all that there is certain things that you experience in life in certain spaces in life you evolve to. That forces a different reaction based on the growth that you've already endured. And so for a lot of people, they're in that space already where no, it's pop off season, you know. But I'm not in pop off season. My pop off season has um, expired. You know, I don't pop off in the format of which I used to pop off because I have learned how to navigate through the uncomfortable moments with the pause. Now, 
That does not mean that you navigate through these times in a way that allows you to diminish your voice and diminish how you feel and diminish what you think about a circumstance or situation that may or may not involve you. If it indirectly or directly involves you, then there is a point where you have to be the vocal point for yourself. You have to be the matriarch or patriarch of your autonomy. And that requires you to stand up for yourself in multitude of different forms. Now, what do I mean by indirectly or directly affecting you? Well, if it indirectly affects you, it means that it does not in that moment affect you up close and personal in your home life, in your finances. It's just affecting someone close to you or or affecting a situation close to you or something you're knowledgeable about. But it does not bring any harm directly to you or any misfortune directly to you. So in those cases, you would respond in a different way than you would for something where you're having to, let's say you're directly impacted, meaning this action or these people's uh, action or this situation is going to affect my livelihood. It's going to affect my children. It's going to affect my home life. It's going to affect my career. It's going to affect my finances, my health, etc., and so on. And so that response would be solely different based on the circumstances. And so, again, this comes with growth. This comes with understanding the duality of life and understanding that you grow and you evolve and you expand as you learn more about the world, but more so as you learn more importantly, more about yourself. This is not something that you grow up and just All of a sudden you wake up and you have the answers to I am 37 and I'm still learning a lot about myself. I'm still learning a lot about how I want to be, how I want to show up for myself. And today when I said I was triggered, it's not because of anything that in a sense directly affects my livelihood, but it indirectly affects me because it affects my partner. And when it affects my partner, it affects my life right? Because I'm connected to my partner. And so why I was triggered was not the circumstance itself. It was the way the things were happening. It's the way I was told. It's the way that I was um, shared this information from my partner. It, It makes you feel like in certain circumstances when you're in communication with people, you also have to understand how people communicate. And you have to be very clear on what type of communication you require. Because I am not a very last minute type of communicator. Like you can't just communicate with me out the blue about a something you've thought about and something you have decided to do that would make me feel uncomfortable or that would make me feel like you didn't even consider how I would feel about a situation. Those type of circumstances um, require communication that is more thought out, that is more um, interpersonal, that is more considering of the circumstances and who's involved, right? And so Even once I had the conversation, it was very brief, but I instantly felt myself shut down and not shut down as if I don't have a voice, but shut down because if I don't, I'm going to say something that's going to hurt some feelings and really going to turn this left. So I don't want to do that. So let me just be quiet. Right. Let me just respond in a very respectful, short way that keeps it very copacetic, but lets you also know that. I feel a way, right? Because you know me, because you know the circumstances. So when I speak about triggering, it's understanding how much to give, when to give, when to pull back and when to really reevaluate why you feel how you feel. So with my episode for Sunday, when I released it for the week of resurrection, what 
I found is that this week, as beautiful as the opportunities are that are coming for us, as beautiful as the tides are turning, there's still going to be that unraveling up underneath the surface because of Pluto and Saturn, right? Pluto is about to go retrograde in Capricorn. Pluto in Capricorn has been a beast, will be a beast, just what it is, okay? Uranus is in Taurus, has been for a couple of years. So we have a lot of unexpected things happening in the Taurus energy. We have a Taurus lunar eclipse that's setting us off into eclipse season coming up at the end of the month, which is in a couple days. We also have Pluto getting ready to go into retrograde. And then at the very beginning of May, we have Mercury going into retrograde. So it is absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, there is going to be not only triggering, but miscommunication and also unexpected things that occur that are going to force us to have to be aware and become aware of these illusions, Neptune and Pisces, that we've allowed ourselves to hold captive to and also the baggage that we have held very close to our spirit underneath the surface and it needs to be released. So for the next few months with Pluto being in Capricorn retrograde up until October, once it goes into retrograde, this is going to highly signify a lot of having to really take control of your autonomy because Pluto in retrograde is where you have to make the decisions. The decisions aren't made for you. It brings you the opportunities. It brings you the circumstances. It brings you the topics of conversation. It brings you the atmosphere to make a decision that is informed based on what you already know, based on what you've already experienced, based on what you've already endured. But then it is going to be completely up to you to set the tone going forward. What are you going to do going forward with based on what you know? And so this is going to be a very introspective time because Pluto is not an inner planet. It is an outer planet. So a lot of what happens not only happens for our good, but it also happens outside of us. So it's happening in a way that affects us interpersonally, but also outerly. And so what changes are being made during this time is not just going to affect you and your feelings in your home life. It's also going to in some ways ripple outside of you. But you can also see how it is affecting the dynamics that are outside of things that you are connected to. And so with this week, what I found this morning was, okay, yes, I am a bit triggered. Why am I triggered though? And one of the things that I felt that collectively a lot of people may feel is that, and this is something that I've heard, and this isn't, this was not the circumstance this morning with my partner, but it was definitely something that brought up the feeling that caused me to feel triggered. It's this idea that if a circumstance or a situation is mine, Regardless to if I'm in a relationship, regardless from your child, regardless from your daughter, regardless from your brother, regardless whatever, you know, if it is my circumstance, for instance, if this is my cake, I made this cake, I put ingredients in this cake that I wanted to be in this cake. You can't have some of the ingredients that are in this cake, but it doesn't matter because it's my cake. But I'm also allergic to some of the um some of the things that may have been in the cake, but I like the cake and I want the cake and I made the cake, right? Even though what I eat does not affect your digestive system because you're not eating it. 
if I have an allergic reaction to the cake that I made that I'm eating, it will affect you indirectly because you're going to have to be there to take care of me or you're going to be the one to see me suffer through this allergic reaction. Right. So that is the circumstance similar to what I'm feeling, not about a cake or anything, but it's just in simple forms. That's what it felt like. It's this idea that if it's my circumstance, if it's my situation, if it's my choice, then I have the free will, which you do to make a decision that I feel is best for me without even considering how it could affect you. And even though this may not be a forward thought, right, it may not be in the top of a person's mind that I'm just going to do this because I want to do this. I'm not going to think about what my wife thinks. I'm not thinking about what my husband thinks. I'm not going to think about what my children going to feel. I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. Sometimes those circumstances and those situations are warranted. But when it comes to the established bonds that you have with people and the circumstances that are surrounding a decision that you're making, If you are not considerate of the people that are closest to you that will be affected by that, it is going to cause turmoil. And not only turmoil, but it can cause a disillusion, one that you can't come back from. Because what that does is creates this atmosphere of afterthought, right? If you didn't consider me for this particular thing, then how do I know that you have not not consider me for other things how do I know that you haven't been open you haven't been honest you haven't been haven't considered what I would feel about other things how do I know this this these are the things that come up in a person's mind or in a situation in general it could be something as simple as accepting a job somewhere it could be something as simple as utilizing funds that were established for something it could be a lot of things something small something big something minute but regardless depending on how that could affect the other person it could very well cause dismantlement in your bonds in your relationship which will affect your household which in return affects livelihoods outside of you because now people who are tied to you have to indirectly be affected by the disillusion that you two are going going through right so I felt this week that this is something that a lot of people may be about to encounter or dealing with because there is this very like I literally felt emotional and I, it was not a circumstance I should have felt emotional about, but I felt emotional. And that's when I knew it's not just me who's feeling who could be feeling triggered in these ways or these multitude of ways. It's the feeling of not being considered. Right. Whether that be for a job, whether that be, you know, feeling like I'm good enough. We have this established understanding. We have this whatever, but you didn't even think of me. You didn't even consider me. You didn't even think that I would feel a way or nor did you even care, even if they did. But you did not ask me. You did not share with me. You tell me as an afterthought and I have to just deal with it. I have to just accept it or you just I just hear about it. However, I hear about it. I'm just supposed to be. Well, it's not my circumstance. It's not my situation. It's okay. no. So as we're going into this life, you know, as we're going into this week and these transits and everything is changing and everything is shifting and we're finding that we're having to really stand up for what we feel, even if what we feel doesn't seem as big as we make it, it is big to you in that moment and you deserve to say how it makes you feel. Now, how you do that, okay, let me be clear on that, how you do that (laughs) 
<laughs> matters a lot because you don't want to overreact in a way that causes what your point is to be misconstrued. You don't want that. You want to come off clear. You want to be concise. You want to be very certain in what you feel and what you say, which is why I'm so happy and proud of the growth of within myself. Because what did I do? Shut down, right? Not shut off. I shut down. So that I could go within because I know me. No one knows me better than I know me. Right. And I know me and I know how my zero can go to five thousand super quick with no remorse. And so it's like, was this situation really warranting that? Do I have a reason to feel this way? Why am I feeling this way? And that's when it comes back to it's not about the situation. It's about the mitigated gall of not considering me as a person who is your partner or who is in this relationship or who is in this household or who is connected to whatever the circumstance is, whatever your situation may be. This is about being in a space where you feel like no matter what you feel is yours, if we're trying to build something as a unit, then there's a certain level of communication that is a requirement in order for us to have the foundation that's solid to make it through the different tiers that we're surely going to face. And it also triggers something in you because you feel like, you know what? I overconsider other people. I over consider people's thoughts. I over consider I consider you in everything. I consider how you will feel before I make a decision before I take any type of leaps before I do anything before I go somewhere before I wear something before I you consider and it's almost like a second thought. It, it just it's just a natural thing to do because that's what you would expect. And that's how you conduct yourself in a relationship. But understand this playing a little devil's advocate okay everyone isn't you and everyone doesn't have that understanding or that capacity and so that's why it is super important for you to be clear on what your expectations are when situations arrive now that doesn't mean nitpick every single circumstance or situation that you may find yourself in I'm not telling Please don't do that because I, I don't like a nitpicker. I don't. I, I will be the first to be like, you know what? If you so unhappy, <laughs> if you don't like it this much, if nothing I could do is right, then let's just, you know, so no, I'm not saying be a nitpicker, but I am saying when there are circumstances and situations that cause for you to be alerted or cause for you to feel like, uh, I don't really like the feeling of this. I don't really like how this made me feel. When you feel that way, it is important for you to acknowledge that it is important for you to speak life to that so that you understand and you have clarity and you share that clarity with the other party and then there's clarity that goes forward because otherwise there'll be confusion and chaos that will surely unscrew and once it does it is going to cause more dismantlement when you should be repairing remember pluto is the planet of death rebirth and transformation but in the energy of it being in retrograde, it gives you the autonomy to make the decision. So is this a decision you can prevent from being destroyed? Or is it something that needs to just go? Whatever the circumstance is, you have to be aware and understand and make a judgment call based on what works for you. And that is why when I speak of this week's being the resurrection week, 
It is surely because there are so many issues, so many things that you're holding in within yourself that you think you are healed from until the circumstance pop up and say, hey, peekaboo. So there are certain things that you're going to have to work through. There are certain things you're going to have to speak through. And some things don't even require someone else to be a part of it. It's just something you need to be aware of within yourself. And you need to practice daily on self-soothing in a way that helps you to navigate through those uncomfortable moments because the truth be told we're going to always have moments of discomfort nothing is going to always feel copacetic all the time but regardless to what happens and what happens to uh, show up in our lives it is our responsibility to align it and navigate through in a way where we can feel comfortable in the midst of the discomfort, even if it's something beyond our control. Some circumstances you can't control. You have to find a resolution in the midst of this very unfortunate situation. But what do we do? Because I don't want to live my life every day being upset. I don't want to live my life where I'm irritated and I don't want a girl to resent you because I feel like I've held myself back or I felt like I was in a relationship that was not reciprocal when it comes to considering my thoughts, my feelings and what I need and what I want. I don't want to be in a situation where I feel like I'm resentful because I've held myself back, not allowed myself to go out and really feel the full life that I could potentially have because I decided to love you, etc. and so on. There's just a multitude of different different things that could come into your mind when you are dealing with conflict, especially when it comes to relationships. And so as we're going into this weekend and we are in this week of resurrection week and we are getting really close to this eclipse, I feel very strongly this eclipse is a new beginning type of eclipse in Taurus, but it isn't just furry, uh, rainbows and skies it has a lot of that in it it has a lot of that potential it has a lot of that being added to our life because of the shifting of the tides but it is also having this pluto effect underneath the surface with the scorpionic feel because again Taurus is the North Node and Scorpio is the South Node and Scorpio is all about the mystique. It is all about the, the undercurrents. It is the dark, deep taboo things. It is the secrets. It is the sensuality. It is the sexuality. It is the knowledge. It is the understanding the emotion. It can be manipulative. It can be possessive. It can be controlling. It can be a lot of things. So Scorpio energy is a water sign, but it's fiery and it's so, so, so deeply penetrating. And so with this type of feel, with this Scorpionic um, eclipse that we're going to have in May. These are pairs with the North Node and South Node as well. This is going to be huge for our lives when it comes to not only our relationships with our partners and partnerships, but our careers, our finances, new beginnings and complete shifts. By the time May is over, nothing by the time we look back in the last, we won't even recognize who we are. We will not even recognize parts of who we have become because it will be so brand new. And so the only advice that I could give and the only thing that I will say, because again, we're all in this together. Nobody has it all figured out. I do not have it all figured out. I'm teaching y'all, sharing with y'all lessons I've learned, but understand I'm also in the midst of my own spiritual alignment on a new tier as well. Like I'm constantly evolving, constantly growing, constantly learning about myself, constantly being faced with circumstances and situations that I'm forced to share <laughs> because there's a learning in it for someone else. So 
um, being in this position is a good and in, in, in a uncomfortable space because it, it does put me in a space of vulnerability. It does put me in a space where I have to look at myself honestly and authentically every single day. I don't get the option to be an illusion of myself. I don't get that option. I don't get that. And I don't want that. And so I'm here to share with you guys that this is a journey that's going to really, really, really catapult you into a new space that is so freeing, that is so exciting, that is so new, but it is going to require you to really be honest with what you need, what you want, what you desire, what you like, what you don't, what you can tolerate and what you can't, who you need in your life and who has to go. What circumstances and situations you want and what circumstances and situations cannot happen this is all about growth this is all about expansion but this is all about being honest with where you are what you want what you need what you desire and how you decide to move forward this is you taking control of your autonomy freely freely Understanding that the navigating through the pause is necessary for you to make the best decision consciously so that you can live with whatever the consequences may be once you make the decision. But regardless, you have to be okay with what that is and what that looks like and what that feels like for yourself. This is not about pretending just to be with someone. This is not about pretending that you love a job just because the money is good. This is not about lying to yourself about a career path that you know you're not fulfilled in. This is not about allowing yourself to stick to routines that don't work. This is about being honest, being real, allowing yourself to choose you finally for once and being honest and upfront with what that looks like and feels like for you. And I really believe that regardless to how it shows up, how the situation may show up, if you're operating in your highest consciousness of self and your most authentic space within yourself, you're going to make the best decision. You're going to make the best decision that you need to for yourself in that season of your life. And that is all that matters. It's not about perfection. It's about integrity and it's about being honest. It is about operating out of a space of authenticity, something you can live with, a decision you can stay in and stand on regardless to how it makes other people look or feel. This is about being true to yourself. So as we're coming close to this eclipse, I want you guys to really be mindful of what comes up for you and what is triggering you or what may make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then ask yourself the deeper questions as to why does this make me feel uncomfortable? What is it about this situation that make me feel like I don't like it? Is it because it makes me it reminds me that I don't matter or that I'm not considered or that I'm not appreciated or I'm not valued or I'm not understood. Is it that I feel like I don't have much value unless I can add input and you're not allowing me to add input? So what is my purpose in your life or what is the position that I bring? Like all of these questions you need to ask yourself so that you can get clear on what this uncomfortable feeling really is is it insecurity or is it really something that I really need to deal with and is it only triggered through one person is it one situation or is it one person that triggers certain things and then you get to the bottom of why does this person trigger these things in me what is it that I need to address what is it that I need to show up for myself and do because I don't want to continue to feel this way and I don't want to continue to think this way and I don't want to have to second guess Every time I am in a conversation or every time a decision needs to be made and I don't want to have to think second guess that you're making the best decisions for me. And I don't want to have to think about, you know, how 
I fall on your list of priorities. All of these things are going to come up in your relationships. And if they are coming up in your relationships now, I hope that you just take the moment to pause before you pop off so that you have a better understanding of what it really is asking of you, what it is actually requiring of you before you make a decision that is too drastic for the circumstance. Because sometimes we respond from the previous situations, right? You're not going to do this to me or this person did this to me before you ain't going to even get away with it. I'm not going to let you do. It's not even about them. It's about you and something you have not unpacked that you need to unpack. So as beautiful as this eclipse season um, feels like, as beautiful as this tar season feels like it is, is grooming to be, it still feels like there are some things that are coming up that are not so pretty and, and they don't feel that good and they don't feel like I want them you know to show up but again today was my day and it did and um you know I'm happy and I'm proud that I addressed it how I addressed it but there will definitely be more communication and conversations that happen um as I continue to progress um or process what I'm feeling right because as a Cancerian listen I'm an Aquarius moon I mean I'm an Aquarius rising with the Leo moon um but I am a Cancer sun and Venus and um Mercury and so but my Mars is in Scorpio so I I, I got I'm a mixed bag okay and it can go eat any which way okay so I have to be very cautious of myself I'm not concerned about others as much as I'm concerned about my own self because I know me so this is about getting to know you deeper getting to know your reactions getting to know which reaction is required for the circumstance and then moving forward in the best way for everyone involved okay so be gentle with yourself be gentle with other people as we're going through this transit know that all these energy will pass these are all just here to present you with lessons and understanding of yourself and deeper understanding of the situations and circumstances and to either build your connection stronger or finally show you what just isn't going to work and either way it is for the betterment of the good right and that's all that matters. So I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your love and your support until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.